0: Premium players, premium players in the Super Bowl show up. Debo was kind of hurt. I get it, but you didn't show up. You didn't. You didn't get Kittle running running plays that it, for him to show up. You didn't. You, you, the, we had two elite corners, and we kept targeting those two elite corners. Why are we doing that? Target the other corner yeah. that's not elite. You know, it's that's, that that's, that's good. Awesome. Okay.
3: They were attacking McDuffie like he was just some chump. That dude's are all pro cornerback.
4: Well, there's one element that we brought up, Kittle, and I know Baldy kind of poo pooed it. Yeah. And I disagree with Baldy on that. And I, come on, I mean, Baldy's forgotten more than I'll ever Baldi's know. Baldy's our guy. But, but we could disagree, and I disagree. One common theme in all their losses in the playoffs George Kittle is near non existent. Yeah, I know. Near non existent. I know. In the pass game, in the passing game. In the passing game, yes, absolutely. And it feels like to me, you know, when you have one of those premium talent. Tight ends, one of the key links to all the dynastic teams over the many years, yep. whether it's Brent mm-hmm. Jones, Mark Chimura, you know, uh, the guy Nova, was it? Uh, Jay Novacek. Thank you, Jay Novacek, Gronkowski, and now yep. you got it with Kittle. Even Jermaine Wiggins on that first football uh, run, our boy from WEEI. Absolutely, like, tight end. Your tight end is a mismatched problem. Dallas Clark, yeah. Jimmy Graham. I mean, look at all the teams you know, that win championships. Usually the tight end is a big factor. Huge. In all their losses, Keith it Miller. always feels like I'm sitting here going, man, I wanted more from Kittle. I wanted I just, I, I just, him, I, I just don't know how. That. I'm with you on that. I, I, I just, I, I get that.
3: see, I, I get the rhythm and timing offense, and you're gonna go, hey, it's not just, but this but is but sometimes game. you know what I think about Mike Tyson and Randy Ratio, and it was, it was ridiculous. But he said I have to get Randy Moss a touch or a design play every four plays, every four plays. Randy Moss needs to be thought about, and we need to look mm-hmm. at him as option number one. I get that. Okay, maybe I is your clear number one in the past and okay, whatnot. I can't get a play isolated with George Kittle. I can't clear. It. I got the greatest mind. AD Reed. First of all, AD Reed's the best offensive mind in football. It's not even close. All right, let's let's just of this generation. The, he's, he's he's number not, one. Yeah, he is. Did we got Each the debate? Whether is different, but, you know, did we have the debate whether Shanahan and McVay or Ben yeah, right Johnson, whatever just, it is? He
4: just tied Bill Walsh. for Yeah,
3: out. I know exactly. Exactly.
4: I know. I mean, I know Bill did it in, in a shorter period of time as a but head coach. But Andy Reid Andy Andy Reed is, Reed is, is one of the great timer.
3: offensive minds yes. that this game has ever seen. Done it for 30 years. But we talk about Shanahan like that, too. Oh, he's innovative and his play callings analytics. Well, I can't get George Kittle. Ice- George, we discussed this for the last three years. When George Kittle makes a play, it, it res- resonates a little differently with this football team. It pops a little different. It hits a little different. You're talking about a tone center, a guy who wakes the sideline up. I can't get more than three targets for my all-pro first team, all, all pro tight end? Three targets? Two catches, four yards. To me, that's unacceptable. No, I don't that, give a damn what I'll the offense is. Yes.
4: I don't care. But where's the little play action, you know, short-sighted pass. I know they did I, it for you, check, know, man. But that's where Kittle thrives, running I, over I, somebody.
3: Watching that game back yesterday, frustrated to
4: well, heck out just, of And then they I, threw the long ball to him. I'm like. Why are we throwing him a 50-50 ball to well, the sideline 30 that, yards
3: down the field? Well, Robo said that he should have maybe went inside he, and not outside down. for the first down. And I looked inside. I was like, man, there's some room in there. There is some room in there. All right, let's go back it out to the line It just felt like
4: he went completely invisible in that game. He did.
3: He really did. Uh, uh, we got eight minutes here. Eight minutes. I want to squeeze in as many calls as we can before... We get to the replay. To with Brian probably Yeah, I was going to do that. KGMZHD
4: one in San Francisco. Yeah, and Odyssey Station.
3: You're listening to ninety five seventy KGMZF Odyssey <laughs> one San Francisco. Always free of the Odyssey app. Shout out to YouTube and Twitch. you oh, by First NorCal Credit Union. Let the pro handle <laughs> that, Shasky. Let the pro handle that. Not bad. Not
4: bad. Let I remember. Well, yeah, today's not, not the day, but Today? I did memorize the entire Mass uh, from uh, from Father Mike back in the day. Oh,
3: that's that's cool. Uh, <laughs> T.C. Sacramento. Oh, T.C. T.C. What up, T.C.? What's up with my bro? Yes,
5: sir. Um, man, what's up with my two bros, man? I'm Daddy hurting. Chesky, man. And, hey, yeah, you know, hey, we hurt, man, but that's what I be telling you about that dude. Man, I'm kind of with three, man. I, I try to tell you about that dude. Look, check it out. Either I read, uh, he got to demote himself, man. We got to get a head coach over that dude, Kyle, man. He don't know how to control himself, and he don't know how to evolve and change, and you need a head guy above him. And I like that caller that called in earlier and said, Shanahan came out a little too early. He made me think when he said that. I said, man, wait a minute. Did he? He kind of did come out kind of early. We squeezed him and all that. He's a good schemer, man, but that dude can't adjust. Everything has to be his way. What about letting Brock just beat Brock? I don't care about him throwing 38 times. We won that last game with Brock using his legs. Let Brock improvise. That's why Pat and Andy last so long. They work so good together because Andy knows how to get out the way. Andy's like, okay, Pat, look, check it out. We're going to do it my way. And then when it's not working, that's when we see Pat running up inside the sideline, yelling and all that. Then Andy's like, you know what, Pat? Do you. <laughs> Kenahan, he doesn't know how to do that, and he refuses to do that, dog. We need a real head coach. This dude is an offensive coordinator, bro, at best. I'm serious, dog.
3: All right, TC. Uh, he's not going anywhere, though. He's not going anywhere. Um, let's write a tat some of these calls here. Mo in Detroit, our good friend Mo in Detroit. What's happening, Mo? Man, my
6: heart is aching still, just like you guys. How are you, man? Yep. Good, I'm man. Hurting. Good. Hey, hey, two quick points. Thanks for taking my call. Love you guys, and uh, it was a look. I'm on the fence with Shanahan. Aside from of me says, wow, he took Jimmy Garoppolo, and we've seen what, what Jimmy is. Nothing against him, I mean, but what he is without Shanahan. And he took him to a Super Bowl, and he took Brock Purdy to a Super Bowl. It's a pretty impressive resume, but then he kind of reminds me, Shanahan, he's a great coach. He's got all the tools. It's just like, I feel like we're like the Lakers when they got Phil Jackson to get over that hump, or when the Pistons got Larry Brown to get over that hump, and they won the championship. I just feel this team needs somebody that's been there before, even though he has. How many more times are we gonna have to learn our lesson that he, he I'm sorry, I, I have no reason to believe he could close the deal for us anymore. He's a great coach, but I, I just think we need that Phil Jackson now to take us over that hump.
3: Oh, I mean man. we need somebody
6: that's been there wow. before. He's wow. in that
4: he's in that I,
6: I,
3: I hear you, Bo. I Mom, hear you, Mom. Bo. Good call, Bo. So, like, Good here's, call. What I, here's what I, I mean, hear you, but th- I, I disagree.
4: So, so like, go Dusty ahead. Baker. Yeah. He finally won the championship late. Yeah. Like was it because of Dusty that they lost every one of them like no. I know we could pick apart and then the no, Cubs won No, it wasn't all Dusty. And, no, like the players didn't perform But they're like it kept growing and growing and, growing. and then eventually he finally broke through and, and he ended up winning one right like Andy Reid Same thing kept losing 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 and eventually he breaks through and win one's like it's gonna happen for Kyle at some point I, It feels I, like
3: I, I am stunned How many people want to move off for Kyle after that game? I am stunned stunned I'm not going to well, lie. Could be I, sure. I could be, I'm harsh on Kyle today for that Super Bowl, but by no means do I think well, the 49ers should be well, firing Kyle. That to me is crazy. Let, talk. Let's say they
4: would have lost the Green Bay game. Would the anger be higher? Oh, or lower? yes.
3: It would have be oh, been higher. Oh, it would have been higher. Trust well, me. What about Detroit? At halftime, I looked at our text thread. And there was talks of Belichick replacing Shedahead during the NFC championship game. So, think the heaven that he lost to Green Bay. Oh, my gosh. They would have lost to Green Bay. And it ain't just Shedahead we're talking about. We're talking Purdy. We're talking Debo. We're talking Wilkes. Oh, it's a disaster. Hell, by this time, we're talking full straight four hours ago go to State Warriors basketball beating the Utah Jazz last so night. So, is
4: this just being irrational in the moment? Or are, I are we going to so. take
3: a I, deep breath? I think we're being irrational in the moment. We got to we got to take a deep breath, folks. We're not fiery. Kyle Shanahan.
4: Shanahan is not fired. getting fired or demoting Does he? Himself. Yeah,
3: no, that's silly as hell. I mean, just Could think about it, guys. Hey, Jed, Jed. Guys, I want you guys to think about it. All the Jed, callers I'd out like there. I like to demote myself. All the callers out there who are on this and I love TC and Zach. I love somebody's call. Do you realize how ridiculous you sound by somebody at the top of their powers at the height of their career? Oh, I'm just going to demote myself and become the OC in his football team. Like, just think about how ridiculous that sounds. I like, think about it. just honestly, you cannot really believe that Shanahan's going to get fired, nor demote himself. Come on, could that, you that's you imagine crazy. Steve Jobs?
4: You know, we had a bad quarter, <laughs> yeah. uh, and um, I'm no. going to demote myself.
3: Hey, Almonte hey, Hill, you know what? My takes have been so damn weak on a Morty Rose. I was going to give my spot away to Sam Lovett. I'm going to produce the show. I'm going to wake up. If, I'm going to wake up an hour earlier and just produce the show. <laughs> or
4: you could just let me be the air
3: chair. <laughs> or yeah, hey, I'm going to demote myself and let Shasky run the show. It's just Butcher and Friends. <laughs> Good Lord. Call hey, it Baff. Oh, my gosh. The Butcher Shop. Yeah, let's... Brought uh, to you by Daisy Dips. Daisy, by Dips Daisy Dips. Daisy Dips. <laughs> Dips. Let's go to Pete Mountain View. Pete Mountain hey, View Pete. real quick.
6: Hey, what's up, guys? I just had what's a couple up, comments. I'm a first-time caller, long-time listener, but uh, I just wanted to get you guys' opinion. I wanted to know what you thought. Uh, I felt like they were running the play action so much without establishing the run, and it just cost them the game. And uh, I wanted, I wanted to make a second point. It's been a while since I have played Madden, but I'm sure a lot of listeners <laughs> played their share of Madden. And I'll tell you this: if I played a hundred games that matchup, I am never letting Kittle end with four yards out of a thousand games. Yeah, like I'm sorry, I know that's a weird analogy, but like, come on. I don't know. I'm going to take my call off the air. But only no, I, I hear I, you. Just.
3: just I... First team all pro tight end. Got three targets, two catches, four yards in the biggest game of his life. Uh, Spinotti, we got time to take him to school? All right, let's. All right, let's take him to school. Let's take him to school. Let's take him to, to school. The Warriors are winning. They've won seven of oh, eight. I thought this was the overtime rules school. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. You want to do that again?
4: Everyone sit down. I will explain the overtime right, rules. Right,
3: right. Oh, boy, shut ahead. Uh, let me know if you got it,
2: Spadone. It's time or, no. for Taking Them to School. Brought to you by Peralta Community College District. Spring is free at Laney, Berkeley City, Merritt, and the College of Alameda.
3: Ah, taking them to school. Warriors are heating up. And after last night's win, they might even be on fire. Looks like Stephan Curry, who was always on fire from deep.
0: Here's Curry. Curry for three. Takes a right side triple. And Curry is on fire here in the fourth quarter. It is now 119
4: to 100. Curry had 10 points to start the fourth quarter. He's got 22 now.
3: Oh, Stephan Curry, last 11 games. 74 of 151 from the three-point line. He's making nearly seven threes a game and a 49% clip. And he's made 241 threes this season. Ah, Stephen Curry, folks. He's back. And the Doves are rolling right now. Seven of eight. Let's go, Warriors. That was taken up to school. Brought to you by Peralta Community College District. Spring is free. Lady, Berkeley City. Mayor, and the College of... Alameda. For more information, visit Peralto.edu. What's coming up with a game brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. More of your phone calls, plus a baldy replay right here on the roast.
7: Crack,
4: crack, crack. Now, back to the morning roast with Bonte and Shasky.
3: Nine twenty-eight, where we replay Brian Baldinger. Nine twenty-eight, we'll replay the Baldy interview ahead of starting guru. We'll get the fast five, of course. We'll take the calls and clear the board because we do want to hear from the fans two days after Super Bowl Fifty-Eight. After watching it back, watching it back, and as the emotions subside, obviously the shock of losing, you know. Lost is starting to sink in, and to sink in tomorrow when we see Kansas City having a parade in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, and they're chugging beers and having fun, tossing around to Lombardi, talking about three-peats. It'll hurt. It's going to hurt all offseason. But let's continue to talk about it, man. It's And listen, the head coach is not changing. Shanahan's not getting fired, nor should he be fired. Possibly. That's just, just, I mean, that's crazy talk. That is. He's got a new extension. It's crazy talk. But he does need to adjust. He doesn't evolve. They need a vertical passing game in a worse way. I'm tired of the timing. That's all cool and dandy. But when teams think about those teams the Rams, the Browns this year, mm-hmm. the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl 54, sitting on the slants and eight routes, City got
2: them.
4: You got to be a little more creative. Well, and then just all of the rhetoric online from different players being disgruntled. Oh, well, the the rules. Who <laughs> knew? Who didn't know? You know, Feliciano. Uh, who
3: the uh, hell is Feliciano to do that?
4: <laughs> it's you know
3: I'm, that 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 really bothers me. You throw your teammate under the bus like that, Spencer Burford. Least, I get at, you want to protect Colton McVitie's, yeah, but, but you double down and. Disrespected Burford, your teammate. Like, who the hell is he to do that? Uh, you just You're don't. not no All Pro. You're not no Hall of Famer. You're like, who the hell are you? You'll be cut tomorrow, was, and we wouldn't even look back or blink a batted eye at you. It was unnecessary. Oh, it's terrible.
4: You just don't let, let that kind of
3: stuff. They like- should find his ass right now. I'm dead no. serious. I'll be looking at trade, Feliciano. That really, that really no, that bothers me. That really does. Tuesday, a day after the Super Bowl, Burford's trying to get over a loss. He goes on Twitter, and I got the great guard I'm competing with, throwing me under the bus on the biggest play of the Super Bowl for the Niners offense. Their last playoff is a football. That happens. And Feliciano, who's a journeyman, who's been a backup, It's throwing somebody under the bus. His ass could go today. In an hour. Clean out your locker. Bye bye. Go away. I don't want to see you again. It's just a bad look. Uh, it's terrible. It's just such a bad look. That's luck. terrible. No, 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 that no, no. really bugs me, Shasky. It really does. <laughs> no. What the hell is he to do that? Like right? this guy's walking to Canton, Ohio or something for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Dude, we would cut you and would we'll look back what? and would never bring you up again.
4: And you got bodied by Chris Jones at right. numerous times right. in this game. We could isolate some of your players. Right, you wanna
3: do that? Because the Twitter the Twitter gangsters to get out there and get on the all twenty two and start highlighting your stuff.
4: You just don't do do that and that's, I think that's. I, look, I know that I had my own opinions. It's just this team's very chesty and they talk a lot, right? And I can understand now as I take a step back it, why a lot of teams well, around the league don't it, like this team. Now, if Feliciano
3: apologized, good for him, but it's a little too late. Well, you already put it out there, you put it out there your emotions after the game. And you would have put that out there and on you, Twitter, and
4: you're running over your your, your teammate. To rent him over with let an Amtrak. The with Amtrak tra- yeah, I mean, let the fans talk about it. With an Amtrak truck, yeah. I mean, let the fans do whatever. What the
3: hell is Feliciano?
4: Uh, it's just it was, well, who
3: are you? A bad look. Who are you? It was it's such a bad look. trade his ass for a fifth round pick and <laughs> wash our hands and go get a new right guard. You ain't that good anyway, buddy. You ain't that good. <laughs> the hell is he? All right, let's go to the lines. I can't believe it. it's it's team, dude. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's go to J.C. in Los Gatos. <laughs> I'm ready to talk some Warriors, man. I about the. Cha- I want to talk about championship organization. Well, you know what
4: I want to talk about? What? Jorge Soler. Oh, yeah, oh, I bet you do.
3: 30 home run potential. Oh, I bet you do. Her- J.C. in Los Gatos, what's happening?
0: Oh, yeah, can you hear me?
3: Yeah, we got you.
0: Um. Yeah, I want to do big picture. Uh, my brother was ball boy for the Niners in the late 60s at Keysar, and through the 70s. Uh when they lost all the championship games to the Dallas Cowboys right. three years in a row, and then during the 80s when the Niners had a whole new regime with Bill Walsh, et cetera, and uh, they learned how to win that team and that group in mm-hmm. that era. And now in the 2000s when we had Kaepernick and Harbaugh and now we have this group, we don't know how to win anymore. We don't have a group that can win and finish a game and that plays for each other like the old teams did. And I'll give one example. Joe Montana in the catch game threw that touchdown, okay? 51 seconds left. Pass across the middle. Preston Pearson catches it. He's running free for a a score to win the game. And Eric Wright, number 21, makes the diving play to save the game. That's what we're lacking now on the 49ers.
4: The very next play, Danny White fumbles.
3: Yep, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, Let's go to Butch in Danville. Butch in Danville. Not Butcher. Butch in Danville. What's up, Butch? What's up, Butch?
6: Um, one of the advantages of not being a fan of either team is you don't get emotional, and you really can see the game how it is, and the 49ers played an excellent game there. The coaching was great. Wilkes was great. You guys stopped that team compared to the two games before. You guys get an A in coaching. You guys got to really relax, enjoy the Warriors season, run to the championship again, and
3: Look at your team. You have the best team out there. Have we haven't the best- won a Super Bowl in thirty years. We're not relaxing right now. We want a championship. Who do you say you root for? Who does? Who do you root Which for, uh, Butch? Butch, who do you root for? I'm
6: a Steeler fan, so you know I'm in the same boat as you
3: guys. No, and, you're not. You know, no, you're but- not. You've been. Me- you guys have been mediocre for a decade. You guys brag about being 8-8 eight eight now. Oh, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing record. He's 8-8, eight 9-7. Eight. do? doo whoop dee do? whoop de doo Don't tell us how to act about losing. We haven't won a Super Bowl in 30 years. Well, and I don't
4: make evaluations <laughs> based off of a one-game sample. Right. I make evaluations off for a cumulative season. Exactly. So For example, Chase Young had a great game. What were you saying to us at the break?
3: Great game, but please no, don't no, pay but, him. No, no,
4: no. What did he have? You said Oh, high. he had the
3: highest grade, apparently, according to PFF. Okay.
4: I am not signing Chase Young... (laughs) based off of just the Super Bowl game. Like me, I, I, if right. I'm running a team. I'm signing him on whether I think he could fit long-term and what was his body of work like and yep. how good was he? What were his strengths and his weaknesses? Yep. Steve Wilkes is not being evaluated off of just this game. Yep, no I'm evaluating Steve Wilkes over the totality of the mm-hmm. season right? and just seeing how things are going. My scheme change and, and me having these ideas. Like right. I'm not viewing Eric Armstead through the prism of a three-game stretch right. in the playoffs. Right. Eric Armstead has, has had two back-to-back seasons where it's been right. injury risk and I love Eric right. Armstead and what he represents for this team. But can I pay him $20 million yep. a year moving no, forward? No, I'm not, I, I, I'm not doing that.
3: that. I'm not either. I'm not either, Shasky.
4: I, I, you're spot on. I'm not, I'm not I'm either. I'm not making decisions based on yeah. Now, are things enhanced? Yeah, there are certain things enhanced. Like Mahomes, I'm not evaluating him on the regular season. Right. You know what I'm evaluating Mahomes right. on? The freaking four-game playoff career. stretch he just went on. And that's right. why he's the baddest dude ever.
3: So. A couple things here before we get to this last call, and we'll get to the ball to replay. One, Steve Wilkes was the best coach on Sunday for the free He was. He's, no doubt about it. No doubt. Number two, we're not firing Kyle Shanahan. That's ridiculous. And I don't want somebody on Twitter or somebody to post us saying, oh, they were talking about firing Shanahan on the morning rose. No, we were not. Joe Shasky, the butcher at Bonza Hill, was not talking about firing Kyle Shanahan because you guys like throw stuff in our mouths and twist words and stuff like that. It's just like, hey, yeah, I see some of the Warriors' takes. It's just like, yeah, we didn't say that. But number three. Thank you for defending me. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me to the sh- baldy
1: break.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
3: To tell us how to act after a Super Bowl loss and we're overreacting, we haven't won a championship in 30 years, okay? We're going to watch the Chargers, Niners highlights from Super Bowl, whatever that was, in 1994, and it's going to get gradier and gradier and gradier I'm like, damn, remember when they won a the Super Bowl? Yeah, I was 12 years old. I'm going to be 42 next September, okay? I'm going to be 42 years old. It's been 30 years, buddy. We've lost
4: three Super Bowls (laughs) since 2012.
3: So don't tell me or tell this fan base how to act about losing another Super Bowl. Well, we had the game in our damn hands. Two Super Bowls in a row, we had the game in our hands. And you just lost it. So, yes, we're going to be fired up about that. And if you ain't fired up about it, then maybe you're just not a real fan. That's what I'm going to start doing, calling out people. If you're not upset about this loss, at the control of that game for the first three quarters defensively, Dante, don't Dante, don't tell lost, us how to
4: act. They've lost four oh, NFC Championship on, games man. and three Super Bowls in the last twelve years. Come on, man. Four on, NFC. NFC championship games wow. and three Super Bowls that, come in on, the last man. twelve years.
3: Come on. Come on. Don't tell us how to act and we're overreacted. Sure, we got talent. But the talent won a damn championship, and we need to involve the passing game. It's been very
4: heartbreaking. Uh, Did you see this stat? I'll I'll throw this one at you before we go to Baldy, because I know we have to go to him at some point here. Uh, Let me slam this one to you. Okay. The 49ers have won 62 regular games in the regular season and the playoffs in the past five seasons. Excuse me. 62 games, playoffs, regular seasons combined. Last five years. The only teams to win more in a five-year span without a Super Bowl, the Bills from 2019 to 2013, the Patriots from 05 to 13 during their Super Bowl drought, the Eagles with Andy Reid, and the Bills of the early 90s. Wow. The Niners are in rarefied air. You're right. Here. right. So you're not fiery coaches. The rarefied
3: coach. air. All right, let's get the body here. Let's get the body. Brian Baldinger joined us earlier today for the last time this season, which is a sad moment. And we had him on earlier. We started the conversation by asking him what Steve Magnolia did to frustrate Kyle Shanahan so much.
7: They they couldn't get the deep ball. I mean, you know, they they tried a number of times to Debo uh to I, they try to get the ball down the field. They defended it, uh whether it was because of pass rush blitz or just great pass defense. And so that was a big part of it was that. And then, you know, they, they uh like just like Kyle was trying to take his shots down the field to try to get big plays, you know, just like after Tig's interception, you know, they go right down the field and Ayuk is there and the you know the protection broke down. Just the way Kyle was trying to dial up his explosive plays spags is doing the same thing he's trying to pick his spots to come after brock purdy and you know whether it was third and four like you just explained you know uh you know on that on that big play there before overtime uh they they couldn't do it i mean spags is uh he just sort of outmanned him in a couple of cases now look they also beat him also for uh Jawan Jennings' touchdown was against a blitz zero, and they beat the blitz. They had a good play on against it, and Purdy got the ball out fast. It was a good route, and they beat it. They beat it a couple of times, but they also lost to it a bunch.
4: So, you know, when you're looking at this, like, I, there's so many elements. I mean, Debo getting as many targets as he did. It felt like he was getting smothered no matter where he went. Um, CMC was pretty ineffective after the first drive running until overtime. Um, George Kittle not getting enough touches. Iyuk not getting enough touches or looks. Like, what, where are you at on in terms of the balance, the game plan, just what they were trying to do offensively before we get into the individuals? <sighs>
7: Well, they went three straight drives in the third quarter of three and out. I mean, nobody's getting any touches if you can't get a first down. I mean, that's three straight drives. You don't get a first down. You're not staying on the field. It's nine plays. And, you know, you had field position first down at the 44. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, they can't block up front. And... (laughs) Uh, you come away with nothing. That's a big turnaround, Joe. So, yep. I mean, that's part of it was, you know, third downs. You could say, okay, well, they're throwing it on first down, so they're not going to run it on second down. Although that's true, the, the, the season dictates... The balance of who gets the ball. Right. I mean, it's not game to game to game where okay, mm-hmm. you get five touches, you get five targets. I mean, right. the dick that all gets dictated. That's going back to Bill Walsh. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, the X would get eighty catches, the Z would get sixty, et cetera, et cetera. Tight end would get sixty. Um, you know, so that's. That's dictated by the course of a 20-game season. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do what they did on Sunday, you're going to get imbalances. You're going to get, okay, Kittle third and four will throw it to you on an out route with leverage against the linebacker. Right. That's what you're going to get. But otherwise, I mean, man coverage, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of separation a lot yeah. of times yep. between
3: these guys. Baldy, I kept thinking about you during this game only from the sits. From the sits where I kept hearing Tony Romo say sticky man coverage, no. sticky man coverage. And you always say that. It was after the Cleveland Niners game. And on the rewatch, I just want to know from your from your eyes, because you're the expert here. I felt like the Kansas City Chiefs is spags. They took elements of the Cleveland Browns game plan, middle of the season when they snuffed the 49ers and beat up 1917. And maybe they went back to the 2021 NFC Championship game where the L.A. Rams kept Eric Weddle, who was at safety, in the box. And you saw like 10 guys within an 8-yard radius of the line of scrimmage. And they basically daring the Niners to throw it deep. Kansas City, it felt like it was the same game plan. Sticky man coverage. We're going to sit on the end routes. We're going to be very physical at the line of scrimmage with Debo and Brendan Ayuk. And we're going to make you throw it somewhere else. How much did Spags pick apart from that? Because it felt like I was watching the same mm. defense from Cleveland and the L.A. Rams in those two instances.
7: Well, they played a lot of, you know, Cleveland plays a lot of man coverage. And they challenged those dig routes. And, you know, they got the one interception. Yep. Um I don't think Spags... Takes anything from, I think he does what he does. Right. I think his guys are very well trained. They don't mm-hmm. break down in the back end. I mean, you know, the 49ers break down on the touchdown to Marquez Valdez Scantling. I didn't see those kind of breakdowns by the Chiefs. Nope. Where they left, left a guy uncovered. Uh, you know, I, I thought that, you know, in fact, the, t- the, 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 shallow cross to Rasheed Rice on third and six in overtime. I mean, Richie James was uncovered. He could have walked into the end zone if Mahomes threw it to James. Uh, I saw breakdowns in the secondary of the 49ers that I didn't see in the Chiefs. And so while they do blitz, and they did go through a gauntlet of you know, Miami and Buffalo and Baltimore, and then finally San Francisco, one consistent factor in a Spags defense is they don't beat themselves. Mm-hmm. And they didn't beat themselves.
4: Yeah, I was really impressed with their linebacker speed. Um, obviously, their secondary makes unbelievable plays on the ball, and just up front, they were dominating uh, the 49ers offensive line. It felt like one of the worst Trent Williams games like I've seen in a Niner uniform. You examined it, and then I, I guess just offensive line as a whole, I don't understand some of the protections. I didn't play you know, at, at your level. I don't understand what goes on. When I see Mahomes at the line of scrimmage, he's pointing, and he's calling out different checks, and some of it is he's changing the play. Some of it is he's talking to the lineman in front of him. I don't see that in a Shanahan offense. And I saw a lot of breakdowns. Like they lost a lot of one on one matchups, but I saw a lot of miscommunication on who to cover and stuff. Break that down in terms of the 49ers offensive line and the communication and where some of this I guess non communication started.
7: Well they had they had three major breakdowns up front on plays that could have decided the game. The final play in overtime on third and four, I mean, Brandon Ayuk is all alone in the end zone. He defeats Lejarius Sneed. Lejarius Sneed is on his Sneed. I mean, he's he shook him. He's down on the ground. And Ayuk is running free. And Brock Purdy's has throwing the ball away because nobody blocks Chris Jones. Now, I don't know what was supposed to happen. It looked like it was a slide to the right. Maybe the right guard blew the protection, went the wrong way. Because they, they ran into each other a bunch. Mm -hmm. Now to your point, they they pull their center sometimes, Brendel, to kind of seal the edge on some of these play actions. Um, It's okay. I mean, I've seen that protection. They're they're not alone. They do it a lot in college. Um, It looks like they were trying to do that a couple of times. They ended up running into each other. Um, Feliciano ran into Brendel. Uh, Chris Jones comes free in the final play of the game, they probably score a touchdown on that play. I, I can't believe Brock Purdy would miss a wide-open and wow. Instead, he's forced to just throw it away and kick the field goal. But that happened a couple of times. Yep. A couple of times where it was just a clear breakdown. It wasn't Chris Jones' Winning one on one, it was Chris Jones coming free because they blew the protection one on one. How does that happen? Uh, but
4: I, how does that like blow? And I don't mean to interrupt. It shouldn't you. happen, Joe. I mean, so, but not
7: I've looked at it a hundred I mean, times. I got a video out there that's right. that's got five million views on it, showing just that. Yeah. like it's a tu- it's a chance for a touchdown. Okay, can Mahomes go down and match that touchdown in overtime? Maybe, sure. maybe he goes thirteen for seventy five and throws a touchdown and corn dog to McColl. Maybe he does, yeah. and then. Kyle Shanahan's decision to take the ball in overtime looks good. Like, we get the third possession. I mean, I, I like this thinking about the whole thing.
3: Yeah, did you like his thinking, his style process yeah. there about the third possession? Because we've been going back and forth on that. Originally, <clears throat> being at the Super Bowl in real time, I felt like the defense was gas. So I get why they took the ball. You go down to score, but I wasn't also privy to the overtime rules. You know, I forgot about the Josh Allen stuff. So I'm thinking, man, they score a touchdown game over. Oh, wait a minute. Kansas City gets another shot. And we know Kansas City, if they do get the ball, they're probably going to go for two. So you do believe Shanahan made the right decision, taking the ball and, and thinking about the third possession. Because my thought process was, let's get a score, get a stop, forget the third possession. We may not make it that far.
7: Well, I mean, it, it affects it affected everything Kansas City did on their drive. I mean, they go for it on fourth and one at their own thirty five. Yep. If there isn't, you know, if there isn't these overtime rules, maybe they don't go for it. Maybe if Kansas City gets it in the first possession, and they give it to Mahomes. Maybe Andy Reid, fourth and one in his 35, doesn't take a chance. Exactly. Maybe he punts it away there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have, to, you have to play it all the way out. But I, I thought the, the reasoning that Kyle gave was sound. Okay. And, look, they easily could have scored on the opening drive. And if Mahomes goes down and matches that score like he did, you get the third possession, exactly what Kyle was saying. Like, I, I didn't have any problem. You know, I mean, Fred's yeah. out there. He calls tails. He comes up tails. We want the ball. Well, they had a good drive going. Third and twelve. There was juice for thirteen. I mean, they, they converted a bunch of good plays to get down there. They just didn't finish. They didn't
4: finish the drive. What did you make of, um, you know, what did you make of them basically all coming out afterwards and saying that some of the players didn't necessarily know the overtime rules? What was your your read on that? Well, I mean, two things, Joe. One,
7: I knew Kansas City knew the rules because they changed the rule. It was their win against Buffalo that changed the rule. So you know as soon as it was in and they're like Josh Allen is sitting there on the bench with a long a long face going, they're gonna change this rule. You can't not let Josh Allen get the change. But honestly, whether I don't know, I'm picking a player. Like, you know, mm-hmm. whether Mike Pennell knew the rule or not is immaterial. It really doesn't even matter. They they got the ball first, they were going down there to score. All right, and whether they thought the game was gonna be over if they scored a touchdown or not. Is immature because they didn't score, but really it doesn't make any difference. I mean, whether somebody there's a, a lot of people that needed to be reminded of just what the rule was, and that's what they did. You know, during the coin flip, they yeah. explained the new rule, and it's the first time it's been a- enacted in a playoff game. It's different than the you know the regular season rule, right? So it, it, that doesn't even concern I me. Mean, players don't know rules like they just don't know enough of them. To be honest with you. Um, you know, even the muff punt, you know, by Daryl Luter. I mean, there's a reason why Ray-Ray McLeod's going after it. It's a free ball. right? Okay? I mean, you got to go recover. Now, there's a miscommunication there. Maybe. Maybe McLeod should have been yelling whatever it is to get away, get away. But, you know, I mean, there's coaches that don't know these rules. It's so yeah. it, it's so uh, technical in some ways right now.
3: No doubt. Brian Baldinger here on the Morning Rose, courtesy of the Boxing Girls and Gasline. All right. The Niners' defense, I thought they did a hell of a job for the most part of this football game. What did they do so well to really slow down Kansas City, especially in the first half? You know, they were getting three and out, three and out, third log, third log. I thought Steve Wilkes and company were on their game for at least the first two and a half quarters of football.
7: Maybe even yeah, three. I, I did too. You know, I mean, Chase Young played well. I mean, he got individual performances that we hadn't seen. They got behind the sticks. Um, you know, Mahomes looked like he was a little, a little frenetic trying to get rid of the football. I mean, obviously, by the time they got to the fourth quarter, they got into a rhythm with Kelsey, and they got Kelsey matched up on Fred Warner, uh, and they took advantage of it. I mean, Fred was on him a lot of the game, and for much of the game, you know, they didn't go to him. Fred did a good job. I don't think it was really fatigue, necessarily. I don't think they, you know, you go to, you know, 13 plays in overtime, you know, those number of plays are going to add up. For any team, especially if Bose is out there 95% of the plays and you're just trying to keep your stars on the field for as long as you can and you lose Greenlaw like you lose them. You lose a lot of speed and playmaking ability. But you know, um, for the most part, I thought they just played what they do. I, I thought they lined up and played and Mahomes really couldn't get the ball down the field the way they wanted to.
4: I thought Bosa was excellent for the most part in this game, and was ferocious in terms of his pursuit. And Mahomes just kept making making plays, even negating big losses. Um, so Bosa was great, and and, and then also losing Greenlaw. How much did that impact them, Baldy?
7: Well, I remember talking to Fred Week One against San Francisco this year, and you know they have. No, no tandem of linebackers league have started more games together than Dre and Fred. They play off each other. They communicate well together. They split duties together, whether it's covering the back, the tight end, man, zone side. Like they're, they're just seamless in how they play together. And, you know, I mean, Fred had a great game, but, you know, Dre was having a great game too. I mean, yep. so, so fast to the ball yep. that, you know, Pacheco wasn't able to get going. Mm-hmm. Uh, the screen game was dead, mm-hmm. like dead. You know, for the most part, they got a couple, but you know that they really just ruled the middle of the field, and they took it away. To see Fred, to see Drake run on the field with the excitement uh. that he had, and to see that happen, it's it's inexplainable. Like you just your heart sinks for the kid, you know. And really, that's it. Like that tandem of linebackers is second to none. They've been starting for five straight years together. Like there's nothing that either one of them do, that the other one doesn't know what they're doing at the same time.
3: Wow, and Burks had to... Difficult task of trying to slow down Kelsey and Kansas City noticed it right away. So what really got KC going there? Because yeah. you mentioned Baldy late in the game, a lot of, uh, a lot of breakdowns in the secondary there. What did K do, KC do so well in adjusting and finding some open lanes in the pass game down the field? You brought up Watson last week. He had some big catches oh. for Kansas City for some big first downs. Come recovery. on, third downs, the fumble recovery. Oh you brought that up. You also brought up Tick Brown who had a hell of a game as well. So you, you sounded good there, Baldy. But what did KC yeah. do so well in adjusting? Get getting those breakdowns with the Niners secondary? Well, I mean, the big thing was the defense kept bailing them
7: out, to be honest with you, whether it's a Tig Brown interception or, yep. you know, Leo Chenal, you know, stripping McCaffrey. Yep. Um, you know, like, they just, the defense just kept them in the game. I mean, it's 10-6, 10-6, 10-6. You know, you get the looter, you know, muff punt, and next thing you know, uh, the 49ers break down, they take the lead. But I just thought, um, it was just Mahomes. I mean, you got Mahomes scrambling. You got Mahomes on a 22-yard run on um, just a read option that they never run, and they ran. They ran twice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, so you're getting a chunk play out of the run game. He ran for 69 yards or 66 yards. Uh, you know, I thought that really helped them, like, just stay on schedule to be able to put three straight drives together, um, you know, at in the fourth quarter and then in overtime.
4: You know, I, I'm glad you bring up Mahomes. I was telling me, and, you know, Bonte are sitting next to each other. We're in the stadium. We're going crazy. I go, this guy's Michael Jordan, right? And it felt like in that first half. The, the Niners were winning the half, but you look up, and they're only up 10 nothing. as they're marching. Kansas City's marching. There's 109 on the clock, and I don't know if you know this particular point, but they get down about the 15, and I'm yelling after a, a Rasheed Rice little handoff. I'm yelling, Bonte, they gotta call timeout. The Niners do to stop the clock, to get the ball back, because you cannot go into the halftime with just a one-score lead. That was insufficient for me for how well they played in that first half, getting all the stops that they did. They didn't call timeout. They let the 30 or 40 seconds go off. They run another play. Kansas City burns the timeout. Then the Niners burn a timeout for some reason. And then they go to a gun run for a little handoff to McCaffrey and go into the half. I thought the ending of the first half, knowing you're not going to touch the ball in for about
3: a, an hour. For about real a real time, time
4: hour, because Monte kept saying half times long. You might not touch the ball for an hour. I thought they lost a lot of momentum there and it carried over into the second half. What did you think of the clock management right there? Because it was just, I thought they lacked the aggression. Sorry, I'm Uh, long-winded there. I was frustrated.
7: No, 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 no. I I, I thought thought you have to create every possible possession you can have. Exactly. And I thought the timeouts could have saved time on the clock, even if it's 30 seconds. There's drives. If you have a timeout in 30 seconds, I've seen too many teams go down the field and kick a field goal. Yep. Yep. So, I think every chance you get, I don't care if it's regular season, when it is, Super Bowl Sunday, every chance you get to create a possession, I feel like you've got to create a possession. And, you know, whether that gave the Chiefs time to, like, maybe score a touchdown or get a better play or whatever, live with it. Your defense is playing great football. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I want the ball. Whatever they decide to do in that situation, mm-hmm. I want the ball with a chance to dictate. Who knows whether it's it could be a kickoff return. It could be a big you know, screen play on first down, where you're at the forty, now you need twenty yards and you're in field goal range. I I I I'm thinking about possessions and scoring on every possession. And I thought they I thought they blew an opportunity right there.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, we were we were on that. I just I, I can't believe it. The second time it's happened in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Fifty Four. I, I still can't get over John Lynch in the suite yelling for a time, I just don't get it. I don't get the conservative nature there in the biggest game of the season, especially when you try to get that Lombardi real quickly. Baldy, going back to offense, we had a conversation before. How does George Kittle walk off a football field with three targets, two catches, four yards?
7: Well, it's you know, it's just the game dictates some of this stuff. Bonte, like it's not, they don't, not, they're not going in there saying, okay, right. uh, we're calling these plays. I mean, I, I saw, uh, like, for example, on the opening drive, they throw a, an 11 yard pass to McCaffrey mm-hmm. on the play. And he's coming out of the backfield, he's running a circle route out of the backfield. And he's looking at Debo and he's looking at Ayuk, And Kittle's the third choice. And the linebacker's sitting right on top of Kittle. And so he goes one, two, three on his fourth possession or fourth read. He hits McCaffrey. Like you're going to throw it to the open receiver.
3: Right. No doubt. It's not
7: like, um, they, they don't generally call plays to get guys open. They don't, they don't really They don't really call offense like that. Now they have plays for Ayuk, there's no doubt. They they took a shot right after the interception and they were gonna go on a corner cut to him. Mm. But that was because of the way the defense played. They're in the right. zone. You just throw it in the in the teeth of the zone and you know, you throw a good pass, Ayuk's gonna be there. But I, I just think you we, we've seen this with Kittle too many times before, That's especially saying, before Bobby. where there was just times we go, Well where's Kittle? Well right. he's not always there. Sometimes he's blocking. Sometimes he's chipping. Um, You know, sometimes he's not the primary. So that's just the way the game is sometimes.
3: You know, Baldy, it just feels like, though, you watch these other teams. Kelsey, for example, one catch, one yard in the first half. KC made it a necessity to get him the ball in the second half, whether that's matchup base, whether it's, hey, we got to isolate him. we got to create something. It just feels like more times than not, the premium players on the 49ers' offensive side of the football don't get enough. Now, Debo gets 11 targets, only three catches. Kansas City was in his hip pocket. He could gain no separation. Hip, hamstring injury, injury happens. They were all in his they, – they were shutting down Debo Samuel. But it just feels like more times than not, we don't get the premium players involved in the game plan. And I I understand completely, 100%, what you're saying. But it's just it, – it, you still look back and say, man. Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean,
7: I, Bonte, you can see that, but McCaffrey had 30 touches. I hear that. Like, he's the most touches he had all year. But it was he had seven in the 70 touches. 70 touches last time, though. No, that's true. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, 30 out of 70, 3 out of every 7 plays yeah. is going to McCaffrey. You know, I mean, they got the, I mean, he's their number one playmaker. They tried to get the ball right. to Debo. They tried a bunch of times to get the ball to Debo.
3: Right. Didn't um,
7: work. No. I mean, look, you, Kansas City, um, you can't D it up any better than that they did. And, and up front, I mean, The thing that would frustrate me as a 49er fan is, you can't go back and watch this game the way you guys have, and the way all 49er fans have, and I'm sure Lynch and and Shanahan have sat down and watched it together, and not go, how many chances do we have to win this game? (laughs) Yeah, they get yeah, too many chances
3: to win. The yeah, game. That, that that that's the frustrating aspect. That's of the frustrating be. part. Yeah, we can pick them apart.
7: Count. Okay, kiddos yep. get three touches, and mm-hmm. you know, all, all, you can to yep. pick them apart all this stuff. And, and it's, that's what you do when you lose. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they had so many chances to win this game. Like it must, yeah. it must be just killing them right now. Oh, Way more <laughs> than four years ago.
3: It's killing us. It's killing them. It's killing the entire 49er Empire. As we wrap up the show, that was Brian Baldinger. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube and Twitch. Go download that interview. Odyssey app, 957 Uh Last thoughts here, Shasky, as we get ready to go back to the airport and go home.
4: Uh, I'm ready Ready to Get the heck out of here. Yeah, you too. Are we going to Fast Five, or we got a minute or no, two? No, go ahead.
2: It's time for the Xfinity Fast Five. Mm-hmm. Your last chance to get in on the morning roast. Brought to you by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi. Unbeatable internet. Only for Xfinity.
3: Stretch this one out, Shasky, if you got a minute. Stretch I will. It out. Oh, I will. So last <laughs> night. <laughs> I shouldn't have to tell you. I don't have to tell you that one.
4: Last night, me and the Lub decide to go take a stroll down the strip. And I said, I'm I'm really looking forward to go getting something to eat, you know? And right. I hit up the crow, I hit up my right. buddy Scott Taylor, who have a little more, you know, Vegas chops and understand where to go. And they recommended all of these different steakhouses. So this steakhouse will go unnamed. I book on open reservation and open reservation, I go, damn, there's a lot of lot of a lot of open spots. And Lubin and I walks on down, we go down, go, wow, this place is nice, fancy. We go in, I ask the waitress or the hostess, excuse me, you know, what's her favorite cut. She points to this one, I'm looking at it, I'm going, 450 bucks. I don't know about this. You don't know about that, Mr. Money Two time! Houses? Money time! Mr So we sit down and we look at the menus and I'm looking and I go, Oh crab, you know, they got a, a big crab meal. 70 bucks. Yeah, that's the appetizer. Oh my god. Then I look over at the right hand side and I look at all the main courses. There wasn't anything under $350 <laughs> on the right hand side. <laughs> I look at Love, Love looks at me, and I said, yeah, I think this is out of our price range. Yeah,
3: we work at radio.
4: <laughs> and we got up, we put our coats on, and we walked out.
3: Hey, even TV Bonte says that's a little too
4: pricey. Walk we walked are! out the long door, too. We ended up going to, is it Lulu or La La Noodle? La La Noodle, it was excellent. All right, that's good. Excellent. That's good. We had pot stickers. love talked my ear off, I yeah. needed oxygen, I even had a beer with him.
3: You know, uh... You know what I did?
4: My first alcoholic beverage in a long, 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 long
3: time. I didn't have any beer. I didn't have any alcohol. By the way, I have a drink ticket if anybody wants it. Um, I had Pizza Hut last night. Who goes to Vegas and gets Pizza Hut? Well, I didn't want to walk out the hotel room. I didn't want to go out and get food. I looked at it and I was like, you know what? I basically... Watched the Warriors game, got some Pizza Hut, and went to sleep.
4: It's like it's like a cover of the magazine. They're like us. It's Bonte Hill, you know, looking disheveled, going through a casino with Pizza Hut. In his it was hand. quick
3: and easy, quick and easy, which I wanted.
4: Now, did Lubman talk your ear off when you oh, saw him?
3: I got five words in with. De- we watched the last half of the Warriors game. I was on face with Willie Itella. Oh, uh, as I walked up, they say, "What's up?" We're watching the Warriors game, and Lubman's just talking and talking and talking, and I'm trying to have a conversation with them. Eddie kept just cut me off. It's talking. It's talking. It's talking. So I was like, "All right, he just wants to get some takes off. He's excited. Go ahead, love it. You know what but his name is. Just you know, when, just some advice. Love it when you go on your next date. Let the lady talk. It's better for us to listen and let the lady talk.
4: So you, somebody you know, somebody has the, to say it. You know, I'm just
3: trying to give you some game. My what dude. do we
4: call Sabonis? The Hollow Man? <laughs> oh, empty calories.
5: Yeah, well, that too.
4: <laughs> I call you the Monologue Man. <laughs> Well, you see, Bonte, we were not on a date last night. We were trying to plan a show for today, so that's why I was talking so much because that's my time to talk. My final thought, though, while we were asleep, Farhan wasn't? What is this? Usually it's the opposite. Usually he's always asleep. Jorge Soler coming to the Giants. I like it. Get a guy who can hit some dingers in the middle of the lineup. Let's do it, baby. Baseball season. Pitchers and catchers report in two days, I think. Oh. And Joe Shasky yeah. reports to SFYBL on the yeah. 24th, a Saturday at Kimball hey. Park, where hey. an MC, emceeing well, Phil Ginsburg, head of park and rec, and the mayor, London right. Breed, will right. be there. Bonte, please bring baby chest. What on time out. is it? It's from like 10 to noon. Saturday? Yeah, next Saturday. Not this Saturday, next Saturday. Okay, maybe I will
3: show up. Please I will come. show up. Yeah, no, I'll
4: come. I'll, I'll come. I'll even get you the VIP uh, uh, parking.
3: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very <laughs> much, for that. Uh Hey, listen. <laughs> My final thought is how about the Warriors? How about them Warriors? You Yay. guys are talking about Jorge Soler and pitchers and catchers. Hey, don't look now, but the Warriors are in the box. They've won five in a row. What's in I the box? They've won seven of eight. They've won seven I of eight, folks. Hey, hey, listen, listen. Right now, the Warriors in its standings <laughs> are three games behind the fifth seed. Three games behind the fifth seed The go State Warriors, that is. Oh, they're in fifth place, but they're three games behind the Phoenix Suns in the lost column. You just never know. You just never know. And if the playoffs started today, the Warriors would take on the Kings in a play-in game. <laughs> you think Sacramento wants to see the Warriors and they play a game? That is their <laughs> worst nightmare. There will be no beams lit if that happens in the seventh hit matchup. So, truth be told, we're all exhausted. Speak for yourself. I can go another three hours. <laughs> I don't know about you, buddy. I'm built for this. It's Fast Five brought to you by. You want to do Steiny and Gil? <laughs> the next generation TG Network. No, nah, I'll let them do it. Hey, they wouldn't get any touches if I did that show.
2: Swipe off that show. I talk too much. Only from Xfinity, the future starts out with Straty Guru. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds?